0: Fitzjames and Roderick Dew from The Lady of the Lake Canto 5 by Sir Walter Scott From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 7 Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2 Read for LibriVox.org By Craig Franklin as the narrator
1: Adrian Stevens as Fitzjames
2: And Adam Bialka
0: as Roderick Dew Fitzjames and Roderick Dew from The Lady of the Lake Canto V.
1: I am by promise tried, to match me with this man of pride. Twice have I sought clan Alpine's glen, in peace. But when I come again, I come with banner, brand, and bow, As leader seek this mortal foe, for love-lorn swain, in lady's bower, Ne'er panted for the appointed hour, as I, until before me stand This rebel chieftain and his band.
2: Have then thy wish,
0: he whistled shrill, and he was answered from the hill. Wild as the scream of the curlew, from crag to crag the signal flew. Instant through copse and heath arose, bonnet and spears and bended bows. On right, on left, above, below, sprung up at once the lurking foe. From shingles gray their lances start, the bracken bush sends forth the dart. The rushes and the willow wand Are bristling into axe and brand, And every tuft of broom gives life To plaided warriors armed for strife. That whistle garrison the glen At once with full five hundred men, As if the yawning hill to heaven A subterranean host had given. Watching their leaders beck and will, All silent there they stood and still, Like the loose crags whose threatening mass Lay tottering o'er the hollow pass, as if an infant's touch could urge Their headlong passage down the verge. With step and weapon forward flung, Upon the mountain's side they hung. The mountaineer cast glance of pride Along Benledi's living side, Then fixed his eye and sable brow, Full on Fitz James.
2: How sayest thou now? These are Clan Alpine's warriors true, And Saxon. I am Roderick
0: Dew. Fitzjames was brave, though to his heart the life-blood thrilled with sudden start. He manned himself with dauntless air, returned the chief his haughty stare. His back against the rock he bore, and firmly placed his foot before.
1: Come one, come all, this rock shall fly from its firm base as soon as I. "'Sir Roderick marked, and in his eyes "'respect was mingled with surprise,
0: "'and the stem joy which warriors feel "'in foam unworthy of their steel. "'Short-spaced he stood, then waved his hand, "'down sunk the disappearing band, "'each warrior vanishing where he stood, "'in broom or bracken, heath or wood, "'sunk brand and spear and bended bow, "'in osiers pale and copses low.' It seemed as if their mother Earth had swallowed up her warlike birth. The wind's last breath had tossed in air pennon and plaid and plumage fair. The next but swept a lone hillside where heath and fern were waving wide. The sun's last glance was glinted back, from spear and glaive, from targ and jack. The next all unreflected shone, on bracken green and cold grey stone. Fitzjames James looked round, yet scarce believed, the witness that his sight received. Such apparition well might seem, delusion of a dreadful dream. Sir Roderick in suspense he eyed, and to his look the chief replied.
1: Fear not, nay, that I need not say, but doubt not aught from mine array. Thou art my guest, I pledged my word as far as Colin Toggle Ford." Nor would I call a clansman's brand For aid against one valiant hand. Though on our strife lay every veil Rent by the Saxon from the gale, So move we on. I only meant to show the reed on which you lent, Deeming this path you might pursue Without a pass from Roderick do.
0: They moved. I said Fitzjames was brave As ever knight that belted glaive, Yet dare not say that now his blood... Kept on its wont and tempered flood, As following Roderick's stride he drew That seeming lonesome pathway through, Which yet by fearful proof was rife, With lances that to take his life Waited but signal from a guide, So late dishonoured and defied, Ever by stealth his eyes sought round The vanished guardians of the ground. And still from copse and heather deep, Fancy saw spear and broadsword peep, And in the plover's shrilly strain, The signal whistle heard again. Nor breathed he free, till far behind The pass was left, for then they wind Along a wide and level green, Where neither tree nor tuft was seen, Nor rush nor bush of broom was near, To hide a bonnet or a spear. The chief in silence strode before, And reached that torrent-sounding shore, Which, daughter of three mighty lakes, from Venachar in silver breaks, sweeps through the plain, and ceaseless mines, on Bowcastle, the mouldering lines, where roamed the empress of the world, of yore her eagle wings unfurled. And here his course the chieftain stayed, threw down his target and his plaid, and to the lowland warrior said,
2: Bold Saxon, to his promise just, vish alpine has discharged his trust this murderous chief this ruthless man this head of a rebellious clan hath led thee safe through watch and ward far past clan alpine's outmost guard now man to man and steel to steel a chieftain's vengeance thou shalt feel see here all vantageless i stand Armed like thyself with single brand, for this is coil and Togle Ford, and thou must keep thee with thy sword.
1: The Saxon paused. I ne'er delayed when foeman bade me draw my blade. Nay, more brave chief, I vowed thy death. Yet sure thy fair and generous faith, and my deep debt for life preserved, a better meed have well deserved. Can nought but blood our feud atone? Are there no means?
2: No, stranger, none, and here to fire thy flagging zeal. The Saxon cause rests on thy steel, for thus spoke fate by prophet bread between the living and the dead. Who spills the foremost foeman's life, his party conquers in the strife.
1: Then, by my word, the
0: Saxon said,
1: The riddle is already read. Seek yonder break beneath the cliff. There lies red Murdoch, stark and stiff. Thus fate hath solved her prophecy. Then yield to fate, and not to me. To James at Stirling let us go, When, if thou wilt be still his foe, Or if the king shall not agree, To grant thee grace and favour free, I plight mine honour, oath, and word, that, to thy native strengths restored, with each advantage shalt thou stand, that aids thee now to guard thy land.
0: Dark lightning flashed from Roderick's eye.
2: Soars thy presumption then so high, because a wretched Kern ye slew? Homage to a name, to a Roderick, do? He yields not, he, to man nor fate, thou addest but fuel to my hate my clansman's blood demands revenge not yet prepared by heaven i change my thought and hold thy valour light as that of some vain carpet knight who ill deserved my courteous care and whose best boast is but to wear a braid of his fair lady's hair
1: i thank thee roderick for the word it nerves my heart it steals my sword For I have sworn this braid to stain In the best blood that warms thy vein. Now, truce, farewell, and Ruth, begone, Yet think not that by thee alone Proud chief can courtesy be shown, Though not from copse or heath or cairn Start at my whistle, clansman stern, Of this small horn one feeble blast Would fearful odds against thee cast, But fear not, doubt not, which thou wilt, We try this quarrel, hilt to hilt. Then each at once his falchion drew, Each on the ground his scabbard threw.
0: Each looked to sun and stream and plain, As what they ne'er might see again. Then foot and point and eye opposed, In dubious strife they darkly closed. Ill fared it then with Roderick dew, That on the field his targ he threw whose brazen studs and tough bull-hide had death so often dashed aside. For trained abroad his arms to wield, Fitzjames' blade was sword and shield. He practised every pass and ward, to thrust, to strike, to feint, to guard. While less expert, though stronger far, the gale maintained unequal war. Three times in closing strife they stood, and thrice the Saxon blade drank blood. No stinted draught, no scanty tide, The gushing floods the tartans died. Fierce Roderick felt the fatal drain, And showered his blows like wintry rain, And as firm rock or castle roof, Against the winter shower is proof, The foe, invulnerable still, Foiled his wild rage by steady skill. Till at advantage ten his brand, Forced Roderick's weapon from his hand, and backwards borne upon the lee, Brought the proud chieftain to his knee.
1: Now yield thee, or, by him who made the world, Thy heart's blood dies my blade.
2: Thy threats, thy mercy I defy, Let recreant yield who fears to die.
0: Like Adder darting from his coil, Like wolf that dashes through the toil, Like mountain-cat who guards the young, Full at Fitzjames's throat he sprung, Received but wrecked, not of a wound, And locked his arms, his foemen round. Now, gallant Saxon, hold thine own, No maiden hand is round thee thrown. That desperate grasp thy frame might feel, Through bars of brass and triple steel, they tug, they strain, down, down they go, The gale above fits James below. The chieftain's gripe his throat compressed, His knee was planted in his breast, His clotted locks he backward threw, Across his brow his hand he drew, From blood and mist to clear his sight, Then gleamed aloft his dagger bright. But hate and fury ill supplied, The stream of life's exhausted tide, And all too late the advantage came To turn the odds of deadly game. For while the dagger gleamed on high, Reeled soul and sense reeled brain and eye, Down came the blow, but in the heath The erring blade found bloodless sheath. The struggling foe may now unclasp The fainting chief's relaxing grasp, Unwounded from the dreadful close, But breathless all, Fitzjames arose. He faltered thanks to heaven for life, redeemed unhoped from desperate strife. Next on his foe, his look he cast, whose every gasp appeared his last. In Roderick's gore, he dipped the
1: braid. Poor Blanche, thy wrongs are dearly paid, yet with thy foe must die or live the praise that faith and valor give.
0: With that, he blew a bugle note and did the collar from his throat, and bonneted and by the wave sat down his brow and hands to lave. Then faint afar I heard the feet of rushing steeds in gallop fleet. The sounds increase and now are seen, four mounted squires in Lincoln green, two who bear lance and two who lead, by loosened rein a saddled steed. Each onward held his headlong course, and by Fitzjames reined up his horse, with wonder viewed the bloody spot.
1: Exclaim not, gallants, question not, you, Herbert and Luffness alight, And bind the wounds of yonder knight Let the grey Palfrey bear his weight, We destined for a fairer freight, And bring him on to Stirling Strait I will before at better speed, To seek fresh horse and fitting weed The sun rides high, I must be boon, To see the archer game at noon, but likely Bayard clears the lee. Devoe and Herries follow me.
0: End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.